Project Taryag Day 62, Mitzvah Shin Tzadidadad, and that's the Mitzvah of the Levim to do their Avayda in the Besamikdash or in the Mishkan. The Pasuk says, Avad Alevi. The Levi is instructed to do the jobs given to him to do in the Mikdash and the Mishkan. And those jobs were when the Besamikdash, for example, which wasn't being disassembled and reassembled, it was in a more steady place. The jobs of the Levi were either to sing by the Korbanus, or they were the gatesmen who used to either stand duty or open and close the gates of the Beis HaMikdash. It's not an option if the Levi wants to open or not. We have from the Pasuk of Avada Levi that is a mitzvah that is his mitzvah to do the job given to him in the Beis HaMikdash. The reason for the mitzvah says the Chinuch, just like in a palace of a king here in this world, they designate the people who have duties to do to make sure the palace functions, and it's not a free-for-all that whoever wants to come can just come and uh, work when he wants to, and therefore it's a constantly changing workforce. Similarly, by Kaddish Baruch the people were chosen specifically uh, to do the job in the Mesa Megdash, and it wasn't free for anybody who wanted to, to uh, do a voter randomly. The Ikemitz of the Levi was to sing at the time when they used to pour the Nusachim on the carbon, specifically the carbon Ayla, whether it was by the Tamid every day in the morning and the afternoon, or by the carbon Musaf on those days when there was a carbon Musaf, or on the carbon Shlamim, which was brought in Shvurs, called the Kesi Atzeres. And we needed a minimum of 12 Levim, who would be the quorum, who would be available to sing at each Akrabas HaKarbun. Besides for the Levim whose job was to sing, they also had musical accompaniments. The orchestra didn't have to be made up of any Levim. It could also be made up of Yisraelim, who were Miyuchosim, which means they were able to marry into the Kohana. And here also there was a minimum amount of musical instruments, which had to be played at the time when they sang. Uh, we needed nine kinoiris, which are harps, but, uh, and the uh, tiltsel is a cymbal. Because uh, since it's a louder noise, says the chinuch, it doesn't, we don't need as many. And uh, the chalilim are the flutes. There was a wooden flute called an above shalkana. And uh, together they would have a specific mizmarit hidden which they would sing either on each day of the year or on each occasion. And this mitzvah of the singing of the Ravim together with the music they would play was Deich HaShabbos, because it's part of the Avodah HaKarbon, which is also Deich HaShabbos. Elevi doesn't have the same psulim for Avodah that a Kohen has, meaning a Kohen who is an Oinen, which means the day that one of his relatives died, cannot do Avodah, a Kohen who is a Balmum, has some kind of physical blemish going to Avodah. These things don't apply to Elevi. He can always do his Avodah, which means to sing. Similarly, there's no age restriction. However, in order to start, he has to be a gadol, because it's ish-ish, which means he's no longer a child, he's already have a bar mitzvah. The only disqualifying factor to be by Levi is he, if his voice was ruined and he was no longer able to sing. At the time of the Mishkan, the Mishkan had to be assembled and disassembled and carried, which was much more heavy work. So then the Torah gives an age limit of 50, that's when a person, so to speak, loses the peak of his strength. 
and therefore from that age on they would no longer be uh, qualified to do the job of Levim, which was to carry and to assemble the, the Mishkan. This mitzvah of the Levim doing the Avoid applies in the time of the Besam Mikdash to the Levim. And therefore, a Levi who refuses to do Avoidah on the day when his Mishma, when his watch is meant to do the Avoidah, he's been invited to mitzvah to say. And besides that, it's a certain insult to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it shows he doesn't want to serve him, so he definitely deserves punishment for that as well. And uh, on the contrary, says so the Chinuch, those who showed that they wanted to do Avoidah Hashem, so that's a, that's a reason for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to reciprocate by giving them life and blessing as a reward. Mitzvah Shin Tzadihei is a mitzvah of separate, separating Maeser Rishon, which means that wherever they grow from the ground, one-tenth has to be given to the Levim. The Pazit says, The tenth of what Bnei Yisrael, so to speak, produce, that's separate for Hashem, as a and assigned to the Levim, Hashem shall give it to the Levim. The reason for the mitzvah, since Shevet Levi was chosen by Hashem from all the other Shvatim to be the one focused on the avoid of the Basim Mikdash, therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to make sure to provide their livelihood and, and in an honorable fashion, because that's what's appropriate for those who are serving the king. It's a certain distinction. So then it's, they should make sure that the, the rest of the populace should make sure that they have all their needs provided for them in a dignified way. They don't have to worry about, so to speak, taking care of their finance, financial necessities so they can devote themselves to serving the king. And therefore, even though the twelve Shvatim, and in order to make sure Levi gets equal to everyone else, each shave should have only given one twelfth of what they produced. Whereas, by giving them one-tenth, it comes out that Levi actually had, in a percentage-wise, more than any other Shevet. It was given to them the extra, also as a sign of of the covet that everyone was meant to award the ones who were chosen to be over the Hashem. The commissioner says that Maestrus is a siyog, is a simon to become wealthy. And the reason is, is because someone who uses his money to support over the Hashem is the reason for Kaddish Baruch Hu to provide for him more generously. Also, we normally find there's a principle a person can't test Hashem to see, I want to see, is Hashem going to pay me back for what I do for my mitzvahs? The Pazak says, Don't, so to speak, challenge Hashem. But when it comes to the mitzvah of separating Maeser, so then the Pazak says clearly, one's allowed to test Hashem. Bring all the mindset to the storehouse where it will be distributed to the Ravim. And you can test me with this, which means a person is allowed to test Hashem if he gives his Maeser, is a Kaddish Baruch going to respond by giving him wealth or not? Parenthetically, even though the mitzvah here is talking about the Maeser of grain which was given to the Ravim. This idea is brought also in the post-scheme as referred to Maisa, one's income, which we call Maisa Ksafim, which people could give today. And there are those who say that, that say, therefore, there are those post-scheme who say that the same principles applies. If a person faithfully uh, gives the, his Maisa, or a tenth of his income to Tzedakah, then he also has the right to say, to test the Kodesh Baruch 
if you want to give it wealth as a as a blessing, as a reward for that. We just have to add the Vilnagar writes that there's two different haftachas. The one is for a person who gives maisa, which is 10%, so then he's guaranteed he won't suffer financial loss. However, if a person wants to give be given the guarantee that he'll be successful, so he's mukhir to give 20%, we call a chaymesh. It says aser to aser, which means take maisa twice. And just like in the time of the Besamikdash, there was besides for the maisa given to the Nabim, there's a second maisa we're going to learn about, which was given to poor people called maisa oni. And then that's when a person is a rat, so to speak, expect HaKadosh Baruch to repay him. So too, if a person wants that today, you have to give 20% of his earnings to Maeser, and then you could uh, expect Hashem to treat him as generously. As we're going to see, of the chalik that the Levi gets, he's mukhiyav also to give one-tenth of his chalik to the Kainim. And that's got the din, it's called Truma of Maeser, Truma's Maeser, and has the same din as regular Truma. But besides for that, the Maeser given to the Levim was given to them just so they should have a source of income. It doesn't have Kedusha. And therefore the Levi can do whatever he wants with it, and he can invite to Yisrael to eat it as well. He can eat in Batuma. There's no specific uh, Kedusha attached to the Maeser. The rule for what Mukhib in Maeser the Mishnah says is anything which is Eichel Adam, it's human food, it's guarded, it doesn't grow wild, and it grows from the ground, it's Chavin Maeser. And uh, even the Torah gives examples of the, the, the wheat, the grains, uh, wine, and oil. Would we extend that to mean other foods which are eaten by people as well? However, when it comes to vegetables, the Chi of Maeser is only midraban because the pot says tfu, which means produce and vegetables aren't considered produce similarly the Gemara seems to not like the sifri the midrash brought before and that is that any food which is guarded is chayv in maise and would seem on the derisa level the Gemara seems to say that fruit is also only midrabanan and the only things which are chayv in maise derisa are wheat grapes for their wine and herbs for their oil In the rules we should plan to take Maeser, and that is a person to take from the crop which is Chayv or that year's crop. A person can't take Maeser from something which is Mokhibin Maeser on something which has already been Maeser or the other way around. A person can't take from something which has already been Maeser to Miyote or to Poite something which still needs to be Maeser. It has to be the same species. I can't take one kind of food to Poite a different kind of food. But when we find by Truma Adin, and that is that the Truma I'm taking and the, so to speak, fruits or the produce I'm taking the Truma from have to be in the same place, what we call Minamokov, that doesn't apply to Maeser. A person can take Maeser in one place on fruit or on food, which is in a different place. Similarly, a person can't take from something Chayev Maeser on something which is not Chayev Maeser or the other way around. And if they do do these things, then it doesn't work and he has to take Maeser again. The Chiyav of Maeser only begins when food or fruits get to the, what's called the Oynasa Maeser, which means the stage where it's ready, ready to be harvested, and therefore there's already a Chiyav Maeser on it. The Pasuk says, Mizera Oritz Mi Priya Eitzer, it's really considered a fruit. And so we're talking about grains, they have to, it says, Tva Sarech, it's really considered a ripened grain. And therefore, 
the Chazal learned in the Mishnais for each kind of fertile grain, exactly what stage as Nechayv in Maisa is already considered completed. So, for example, it says about figs when they're soft enough to eat, when it says about apples when they're already fully rounded, each one has its own time when it becomes dry for Maisa. And until that time, the person can eat them without taking Maisa because they aren't yet considered fully ripened fruit, and therefore they aren't yet Chayv in Maisa. Once the time comes that something's Chayv in Maisa, there's still a din that a person's allowed to eat from with Arai, which means not in a fixed meal, but if a person can just take one or two of that kind to snack on it, and he's not even before he's taken Maisa. However, once he's poured the food into the storehouse, into the garden, so then he can't eat from it anymore until he has taken the Maisa. When it comes to grain, so the garden means when it's been smoothed down. In other words, he takes the pitchfork to make it into a neat pile. Or when he, even if he's not going to use the pitchfork, but when he piles it all up together and they're waiting to be stored. At that stage, is already considered it's finished, it's, uh, so to speak, it's work in the field, and therefore a person can no longer eat from it, even Ari, until he's taken Mason. If a person doesn't store it in the field, he brings it into his house. There's any Chaimim Mason when it's Roy Pineyabais that comes into his house. And here also, if a person brings it in his house before he's finished the threshing process, so the Gemara says that on the rice level, he's possible from taking Mason. Similarly, with the Raisa, a person's only chayv take mice if he brings it into his house from the normal shah, the normal entrance. If a person brings it in from a trap door, however, through a window, he wouldn't be chayv with the Raisa in Maishas. So, too, with the Raisa, only the person whose grain it is and who finished the avoider of making the, the, so to speak, the storehouse or the pile is chayv in Maishas. However, if he would sell it or is doing order to sell it at the Raisa level, uh, he would not be chayv in Maishas. Even in most of these cases, there would still be a chiyah of meiser at least midraban. The mitzvah applies equally to men and to ladies. It depends equally to Yisraelim, to Jews, as well as Kohen and Levim. Because even though the Kohen and Levim take meiser from, from the Jews, but it doesn't mean they aren't mechuyah to if separate meiser on the things that they grow themselves. And just like with the Yisra of Tebel, which means a mixture of Kodesh and Chulun, which makes it also for a Jew to take before we separated Maiser. And the same mitzvah, this issue of Tevah would apply to the Kainim if they were going to eat their own produce before they've separated the Trumas and the Maisers. The process came to them in which means you, the Kainim and the Vim, also have to at least separate the Maiser and the Trumas. However, they don't have to give it to anybody else. Once it's been separated and been declared to be Maiser and Trumas, the Kainim can eat it for himself. With the Raisa, the mitzvah only applies in Eretz Israel. And only when the whole Klai Yisrael was there, according to the Rambam, where we, that, that his shit is that all Maise and Trumvez Van Lazer is only Midrabon. Mitzvah Shin Tzadi Vav, and that is a mitzvah mentioned previously, and that is even the Levim who get their Maise Rishon from the Yisrael are now Mitzvah to separate one-tenth of that, a Maise Min a Maise, a tenth of a tenth, and give it to the Kohenim, and it's called Truma, which means what's separated from the Maiser. The Bozak says, The Levi who gets the 10% of the Jews' crop needs to take 1% of what he got and give it, give it to the Kohenim. We learn over here that the Bozak says you have to give Chol Chol, Mikol Chelboy, 
that he has to give the best part of the chalik he gets to the coin and not uh, a part which is of less good quality. The reason for the mitzvah that even though the whole of the Shlaimi tribe was separated from the rest of Israel to be the ones to serve Hashem, however, there's a distinction within the Shavit Levi himself, and that is that uh, from from the midst of the Levim, the Kohenim were chosen as the ones to actually do the Avaida, and then they therefore have a higher level than the rest of the Levim, who they're only there to help the Kohenim in doing their Avaida. Hashem instructs the Kohenim to bring, so to speak, their family members, the rest of the Levim, and they're there to accompany them and to serve them. Which means the Ikah is the Kohenim, the Levim are there to supplement and to help the Kohenim in doing their Avodah. Similarly, the Pasuk says, You must give the Levim to Aaron, the Kohen and his sons, they're given to him, which means they're there to help him do his Avodah. And therefore, the Kohenim on the higher level are to more matanis, so to speak, than the Levim. And therefore, in order to make it clear that the Chalik of the Levim itself was only there because of the plot they play, the role they do in Avodah Hashem, and that's only a supplementary role to the role of the Kohenim, they must serve also to give whatever they get given from the Jewish people to give a Chalik to the Kohenim too. Because just like there's a hierarchy that the Jews separate to the Avodah Hashem and the Levim, the Levim also have to give something to the Avodah Hashem above them, which is the Kohenim. Also, there's also a source of schutz to the Levim, but even though they, they're receiving Maeser, it doesn't mean that they deny the ability to do the mitzvah of giving Trumas and Maeser, and therefore that too can give, they can give to the Kohen. If the Levi got his Maeser when it was still in Shibalim, it was still in the sheet, it hadn't yet been threshed, and separated from its husks. So he can't give trumah like that. He has to first finish separating the seeds from the husks and give the maizah, the, the trumah maizah, only from the grain itself. The halacha by trumah maizah, like by maizah, it doesn't have to be in a mukaf, which means it doesn't have to be next to the food that I'm separating it on for. And therefore, even if I have maizah in a different country, the lady can separate the same kind of food over here as Trumas Meiser and to fatter, to allow him to eat the food somewhere else. However, the Gemara still says that by Talmud Chochem, they were not only to be separate from a mokaf that was in front of them. There is a Gemara, as the side which talks about that on the time of the second base Amigdash, when Ezra Sefer, the leader who brought the Jews back from Babel, had a certain complaint against the Levim because he, when he brought back Kleinschild in the time of the he didn't find any any Levim who willingly wanted to come back to Eretz Israel and therefore he put a penalty on the Levim and that is that the Chalik which was given to them, the Maestration, could be given directly to the Kohenim as well because the Kohenim are also Levim, they're also from that Shavit and then the Levim would be punished that they wouldn't get the, the Maestration anymore, it would be given to the Kohenim who was entitled to enjoy it. But that's only as the kind of maker din, the din of Maitsubishu was specifically to be given to the Levi, and then he's Mitsubit to Mafresh, the tenth of what he gets, to give that to the coin. As Mitsubit applies, any time when the Mitsubit of Maitsubit applies, and like we saw previously, that's only in Israel, and according to the Rambo, only when most of Israel are 
residing there. 